It's funny. I just I've kind of unofficially quit Facebook. I I feel like I need to get off social media generally. Really? I love Facebook. How come? Go into good. the woods, Hodgins. You know you want to. <laughs> just go. So I don't know. Excelsior, everybody. It's uh, Crofton Steers here welcoming you to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where we pull a random topic and discuss it before giving it a sweet verdict. I am the uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker of this podcast, if you will. With me, as always, my two cohorts, uh, I'm talking about the Tony Stark, the Iron Man of this show, Michael Hodgins. How are you, Michael? Hmm, billionaire. Playboy, I don't know. That's got a bad ring to it these days. Hello. I'm okay. It's true. And, of course, um, the uh, uncontrollable rage beast of this show, I'm talking about Bruce Banner, Bo Schwartz. Bo Smash! The Hulk. Is that... For those of you who aren't nerdy enough to follow. Yeah, all right. I'm the Hulk. I'm I'm usually mild-mannered, very nice, very intelligent, smart person. And then when I get angry, I lose my mind. He's cranky. Not cranky, Crofton. <laughs> I'm not cranky. Um, hey, did There's you guys... reason to be cranky these days. There's reason to Is be. There? So the South Park guys announced that they are not going to be making much fun of Trump this season because it's just, I guess they did a lot last season somewhat, but they, they feel like that it's just past the point of satire. Which for them to say that the yeah. world must be ending. That's that's really a bad. <laughs> like that alone, they should put the doomsday clock up a whole minute for yeah. those guys. So consider not consider like Saddam Hussein was a, re- a regular cast member on South Park, and I'm sure he's a pretty despicable human being. For them to actually say, yeah, Saddam was bad, and Osama bin Laden, who's also featured on the show, he was bad, but Trump. And we're not going to make fun of him. I don't know. I feel like they have a, a duty to do so, no matter how distasteful it is. Oh, that seems like a cop out. That's man. really disheartening. But but you know what? Like like this this evening at uh, stock with my my wife and I was feeling like we're going over some of the recent headlines. Bad stuff I think is happening in our in our country in Canada, but of course the United States is like flaming wreck right now. The whole like. Congress confirmed Rex Tillerson as Secretary of State, and then at the same time, like uh, hollowed out or repealed their anti-oil company corruption law. And I'm like, well, why would they do that? <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, I'm like, how can this be happening? And people aren't like burning down Washington. I just don't understand. Like, okay, here's anyways. the rationale, which makes more sense. Well, wait, wait, just let me finish my thought because because I, I was reading these headlines and I said to her, I was like, you know, I really feel like I need to just like sell we need to like sell our house buy like a a piece of land in the woods in the middle of fucking nowhere and just go there and live because i can't deal with the world <laughs> the world anymore and then uh it's funny because her dad owns about 10 acres and he always had this fear that the world was going to end and he wanted enough land to be able to grow potatoes or whatever mm-hmm. and then i said to her you know he had that fear back in the 70s he thought there'd be a nuclear war or something it's kind of funny uh and i'm like <laughs> you know, kind of, and it kind of works it's not that funny anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's not. And I said, I'm like, well, it kind of worked out. You know, he he thought the same thing, and then it, you know, the world didn't end. I'm like, and I looked at, it, I was like, maybe maybe it'll all be okay. And then I was like, 
I can't even believe when I say that to myself. <laughs> like, I really, I really think things are bad. Yeah, sad of it. But have you seen those uh, cartoons where it's, it, there's cartoons that of a guy looking at a newspaper or something? I've seen a lot of the variants of this where it's like my desire to stay informed is at odds with my desire to stay sane. Um, it, it no, really, but that's how I feel. Yeah, because I feel like technically a lot of this stuff going on in the states, and try, if I just didn't look at it and didn't read it and like ignored it, like I could live my life and not worry about it. But of course, I can't do that, and so I get hmm. aggravated. I mean, I I feel like that too because I feel kind of like I feel like it's your civic duty to be informed about what your governments are doing. Just have a basic understanding, and I'm like, even though it's breaking my brain, and I want to just turn it off and smell the roses and enjoy you know my day-to-day life i feel like i have to watch it Ugh. so so the reason oh, you why say yeah, Trump the reason why matt stone and trey parker do not want to do it is because they couldn't keep up because it was actually just funny like like they satire things that takes itself seriously but it, it literally is that they're what they're saying is that it's actually much funnier than anything they could write it's literally like comedy in and of itself so they'd just be recreating what's already happening it's not like it's some true. self-serious it, person like hillary clinton and they make her look like a, a weirdo in the last season <laughs> like just like has no personality does everything her handlers tell her to do and and you know just it, real boring and, and like then in, then in some way they're missing an opportunity they should write trump into all their episodes and make him like the perfect president uh, as a way to make real life into the satire that they're supposed to do, where he just makes reasonable decisions, he's very cordial with world leaders, he's aiming to progress things for it. Like, <laughs> if they were to do that, it would be a stroke of genius, and everyone would be like, "What? I don't understand the satire." And they'd be like, "Yeah, just look back at real life." That's where the satire. Is. I don't know. I think, they're, I think they're going after J.J. Abrams still. He's the other yeah. national threat to the American fabric. He's rebooting everything into oblivion. And it was really funny because I saw a tweet from J.J. Abrams today. Because he came out and said, I am not rebooting anything else. I'm making my own thing. And then they, he announced he was making a World War II movie. And I'm like, okay, now you're rebooting a genre. Okay, you're still doing it. I think we need an intervention. Stop rebooting shit, J.J. Abrams. I know he, he Well, listens, you know so what I'm Picasso sure. said? Um, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Maybe he's just the yeah, greatest but, artist but, ever. But shit artists reboot. He's not. St- <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I think I win. Spe- <laughs> Speaking of rebooting machines, all right, uh, uh, yeah. Let's reboot the random topic generator and pull out a random topic to discuss. I think that segue needs a reboot. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, Mike gave you a compliment. That's not fair. All right, here we go. Shut up, Bo. It's the end times, Bo. Anything. He's so cranky. There it goes. Not really affecting you too much this week. It's great. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> you guys are like miming sexual stuff. I don't understand. Uh, for the I podcast listeners, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what's going on with the show. All right. Mike, what is our topic this week, please? Our topic today uh, is blogs and vblogs. Blo- <laughs> Could you could you could you sound any older saying the word people? 
I feel like, like I feel like you're some uh, centennial reading that. Well, look, look, I mean blogs. What is like? I feel like blogs are like two thousand, and blogs are kind of like who's doing a blog? A lot of people. A lot of people yeah, blog. Know, still, they got to move on. Well, wait, okay, so so I think one of the things well, you may as well have a BBS page for. <laughs> okay, so one of the things about blogging is that blogging was a thing, uh, basically an online diary style where you wrote out your thoughts, what happened in your day, but you know that other people are reading it because it's on the internet. Blogging has evolved into a more subtle thing where a Facebook posting on Facebook daily, what you do, is effectively your blog. But it's not a dedicated blog site where some people do have fashion blogs, politics blogs, where dedicated authors are do this professionally. And they do it with video, too. You can get up on Facebook and be like, hello, YouTube. How's it going? Today I had uh, Fruit Loops and one Fruit Loop fell down my shirt. What happens when a Fruit Loop fall down your shirt? I don't know. Write in, like, subscribe to the video and tell me what you think. Put your comments below. That's, you know, that's me blogging. Um, so, <laughs> my, Mike's already angry. Uh, he really didn't like that. <laughs> um, but no, uh, if, that, if, that's, if that's a good a good summation of what v-blogging is, I'm like, I think I'm ready for verdict. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I, I, blogging, I, blogging, the activity of blogging used to be, and still is to some extent, a formal, I am blogging. But a lot of us do blogging, even Twitter, kind of micro-blogging in a weird way. So... Um, it's everywhere. It's online diarying of your life. Diarying. There's a lot. There's a lot still, and it's just because we're not we're not plugged into them necessarily. Um, but there's there's of all sorts of different types. Um, so some are just your traditional like my life type type blogs, uh, and I think a lot of those are being usurped by the video the video stuff. But th- then there's ones that are dedicated to specific topics. And uh, I know in Ottawa, there's this popular, um, uh, you know, local culinary celebrity uh, that, um, that that a colleague of mine was like, I'm going to this food, uh, this restaurant opening, and she used their Twitter handle or something. This person's going to be there. And I was like, OK, well, I have no idea who that is. Oh, really? Because they have uh, like a very famous food blog and their food Twitter is off the chart. And I'm like, I don't follow any of those things. Uh, but I guess through maintaining the blog, they had created, you know, they, they become, I guess, an influencer in the food world in Ottawa, in our local market. And now we're being invited to like restaurant openings and this sort of sort of thing. So like, I mean, if I was into that, if I was into reading about food and recipes and different things like that, you know, maybe I would find these blogs. And I know um, before like high speed became ubiquitous, it was there's so a lot of this sort of like I remember Live Journal and like a lot of these things where you you'd write stuff up and Bo is right social media has replaced a lot of a lot of it but it's still like I think I think there's value there in 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 a way it's like being creative it's just like not necessarily creating art. Well, okay, so. It doesn't necessarily ha- like the thing that you consume doesn't have to be like greatness, right? Like a diary is is literally just what you're thinking. So so, it's this interesting art form that's highly disposable, right? 
But it's also like, I mean, isn't the point of a like it's just it's weirdly voyeuristic, and it's like you know most people are used to be if you had a diary, the whole the whole thing was that you you didn't share it, right? And uh, and and so like I mean, obviously vlo- blogs and v- blogs come in a lot of varieties uh, from like the blogs. food. You know, if you're doing a food blog, it's like it's no different than just right in the newspaper. There's a there's a column on the local food scene, right? And that's just someone who's doing it independently. Like, that's fine. I mean, I'd say a lot of blogs amount to just basic, like, very low-key, grassroots, independent journalism. They're writing articles about a topic. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Isn't that what the internet's supposed to be about? But things like the kind of very personal or, like, live journal, stuff like that, I just find that kind of weird. It's, it's like the... It's thinking about... You know that what is it the Heisenberg principle in physics where your observing of a thing in science changes the outcome of it so like any experiment you do the act of observing it affects it so, and I feel uh, like it's not the, Heisenberg it's um what is it it's close it was you're a, close it's un, like uncertainty principle no no that's yeah that's the cat Heisenberg and the cat. whatever it's some principle in physics but the thing is i feel like something like that with with a diary where you know it's supposed to be self-reflective i've never kept a diary so i don't have that much experience in this but you know i assume you're you're putting your your feelings down there and whatever but if you're doing that and publishing it to the internet where you know potentially thousands or maybe millions of people are going to read it that's i really don't believe the same diary you're going to write on paper and put in your drawer and i mean maybe some would argue like no no it is and that's the that's the point but that kind of stuff i just find a little bit strange it's really just kind of of kind of personal performance sort of art and and i mean i would say like sure it's art of a kind but like i don't know it just it's it's like turning yourself into a consumable and i just find that weird i guess because personally it doesn't jive with me like i always you know i'm shitting on like let's make everything uh to be consumed you know that's what everything is including your life and your thoughts i'm like no fuck that like some things are personal if you're doing it like that you're not actually writing a live journal you're just trying to make a living you know it's it's a it's a piece of art or something yeah i get that but i don't know i find it a bit weird well yeah some of some of them will make money for sure but like they're not all going to be like train of thought diaries of your life like like a traditional diary is actually most blogs are written with a purpose and that sort of thing yeah um, and, that again, and that makes that makes sense but uh, but even the ones that are kind of like yes they're, they're written in a different style like i follow this one blog about this this um it was a friend of a friend who who, who was doing it, uh, and that's how I heard about it. But she was like single in Ottawa and in our town, and wrote uh, wrote write ups on like the different dates she went on. And uh, it's funny because it, I'm sure she embellished, and I'm sure, and she you know she makes herself sound a different way or whatever. But like it, it she becomes like a character, and you get like invested. In, in, in these things and part partly like yeah there's a there's a line blurring between fiction and non-fiction who knows maybe it's all non-fiction i don't know why it somehow doubt it but uh but it, bottom line it is it was very you know very entertaining and in the era where we're writing like two line status updates on facebook or on twitter people pulling together like 
large write-ups on, on, you know, their life experiences or other things, I think is generally a positive thing because, um, you know, nobody's forcing you to read them and especially like traditional blogs, like people who are re who are going out, out, out there to read much less, much less write or the other, the other way around are, I think, I think that there's, um, a commitment there that, that is, that is greater than the 30 second videos that we get on Facebook with captions and no sound. Now, like we're in such an ADD culture and in a way blogs in particular seem like a throwback to simpler times. Hmm. It's weird though. Like, I feel like I don't really subscribe to a blog. Like I I'll, I'll pick and choose. I get like, I feel like I'll watch one and then, you know, maybe not watch another one for a little while. Like, they're kind of like as an avid podcast listener, I don't see a lot of difference between some podcast productions, which are highly informal like this one, uh, but about a subject um, versus watching the video component. I find the video side of blogging kind of boring and I find the reading side of blogging kind of boring, if that makes any sense. But like, I, what's the other side? So you find the video <laughs> and the reading boring. Well, well, what's the other side? no, I mean the video, like the audio. Like for me, a lot of it is the audio consumption on like the, the more richer content stuff. So, but so I'm a like podcast listener. So, so like that's <laughs> that's my particular bias, I suppose. But I just don't. I mean, there's a lot of people out there, and there's a lot of people with a blog, with with a writing blog. Like you come across them, and I look at the text, and then I go, no thanks. So I feel like. I feel like blog, like written blogs, unless it's like, unless you have a compulsion to write and driven to do it, there isn't much in that. I think, like, I can't think of a, I mean, a, a writing, a written blog that I really frequent, um, like that is a traditional, like what you would view as a one person, right? Like a who's Perez Hilton? Isn't he like a celebrity blogger? Isn't that his thing? Yeah, celebrity blogger. Yeah, yeah so but I, like, I mean, I, just because you don't have one and you you pick your poison, like. Like uh, there are – take Serial, OK, which was on, on NPR. Like it's a podcast obviously. It's a true crime podcast or whatever. I listened to the first season of that. But it is essentially presented as a blog. Like it's presented a, 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 as this woman like chronicling her experiences in particular exploring this cold case. Like it's not – it's an exploration of the cold case through her eyes. She's like, I then visited this person. I then did this, uh, blah, 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 blah. These were the thoughts going through my head. Was this person guilty? Were they innocent? Like it, it's very much – but it, it's brought together in a way that is compelling. Um, and that's an audio only one. But there's like – you know, there's video ones and then there's written ones. And of course, there's a lot of crap. Like there isn't any media. Like we did podcasts – and talk radio on this show and i was really conflicted because there's so much junk uh but then there's some really great stuff as well and like do you condemn the whole medium for the the trash that's out there god knows there's probably a ton of white supremacist alt-right blogs or video blogs and stuff like that i don't know what uh i don't know but uh, i'm sure that there is a bunch of those um and and so like I mean I just think and maybe it's me romanticizing a, f- a form of media, but especially the writ the written word is um, a, I guess becoming a increasingly a bit of a, a lost art and and blogs which were really really popular when the internet capacity was less seem 
maybe less popular or more more niche now and um and i i guess i have a romantic sort of view of them where i think oh yeah it's cool you know it's cool people are typing out and sharing their experiences or taking an angle or whatever um and the line between blog and and what's not a blog like i mentioned serial but like a lot of the video game stuff that I like, in the end, it's becoming more personality driven, and a lot of it is 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 becoming either video type logs, or it's becoming, uh, uh you know, some a, a blog that turns into a website or something. Like it gets fleshed out more and more, and in the let plays that are that I I don't understand are like people doing a video blog of them playing video games, you know, like that's how, how granular we've got with these things. I like, um, what is yeah, it? I... Mukbang? Mukbang? I, I want to watch more, uh, mukbang streams. What is it called? The ones where you watch people eat, you eat dinner. Mukbang? Mukbang. <laughs> yes, we're nerds, Crofton. Crofton put up a sign. Um, no, it's like... I, I don't know about that, but I mean, I find that... So I guess, like, the, that super granular stuff, even on the... Which I think would include stuff like, to me, your personal diary that you just made public. Uh, I kind of feel like that stuff... I mean, if it floats your boat, I got... You know, I guess I don't have a problem with it, but I also am like... It's, it's, it's just... It doesn't do anything for me and i just find it's it's to some extent just hugely self-indulgent you know everyone wants to be like a minor celebrity on the internet and i think it's like that's just what you're doing be like oh i got my fans out there and i'm doing this stuff and it's like uh if that's why you're doing it that's the wrong reason and i don't know in, in my view uh but then a lot of the ones like so i haven't followed many blogs but one one or two and and what i find interesting about them is it is it's kind of like some of them are topic based and then uh, so I read this one called Mr. Money Mustache, and I think actually Crofton's wife, oh, Jessie, yeah. got me onto this. It's about money, and it's just – it's actually good. It appealed to me. And I read it for a while. He's got a ton of posts or, or whatever. But after I read, I don't know, about 20 or 30 of his posts, I was kind of like, okay, I got it. Like, I, I got it, you know. And then I will occasionally – because I got a lot out of his blog, I would sometimes go back and be like, oh, I'll read it again. And I'll kind of start one and be like, ah. Uh, like I already, I know what it what it is. It was a good idea, you know, and and, and he conveyed it well. This blog or whatever, but it's kind of like it's become a kind of business for them or whatever that they have to kind of keep beating the horse to death, right? If it's a topic based thing, you have to be like, I got to keep this blog going. I got to make a new post in it, and I'd be like, your topic is complete, you know what I mean? And it's just like it's just like sometimes, and and I'll give credit to the ones that do, and to come back again to like something like serial. It sounds like you could do seasons of it, right? But it's like, yeah, it's a closed thing, you know. Once you've you've got your bit, and a lot of the topic based ones can be like that too. Now, if you're a, rev- a review show, which I like to say that we sort of are except about everything review shows can go on indefinitely right if you're reviewing food and restaurants or video games it just doesn't end but if it's like topic based even things like parenting blogs which there's a bazillion of and being kind of like a new parent you know it's like you have a certain a certain it's like how long can you keep blogging about toddlers before you've said what you know you've given your perspective plus there's a thousand other blogs which all kind of talk about the same things. It's just like it ends up just being like, I want to say everyone's vomiting into the same giant bucket. I, I want to say, <laughs> Mike, there's a, a spacer. I just Googled toddler cast and it's not taken. So if you wanted to start a show about toddlers called toddler cast, I think, I think there's room. I think there's a spot there. Wow. Wait, that'd be a pod. Oh, I guess a pod, it'd, it'd be a, be a podcast. Video. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be a, a, a blog. 
Hey, just uh, Mike, to to back up his point about um, the sort of like, and it is an interesting one about stuff flowing too long or like you have a something is interesting for a finite period and, and you keep it going. Well, like Serial, they did a second season and, um, you know, they'll probably do another one. But it's dropped off considerably. Almost everyone says the second season not nearly as as good. You know, they told their story and it was really successful and then they wanted to, to replicate that approach again. And, you know, not nearly successful. And, and yeah, I think that these things like – especially if it's topic based and it's not like something like a review show or like a food blog that can go on forever, you might hit a natural end and, and depending on the inclination or the popularity, you may feel obliged to keep it going or you may be making money from it and you want to keep it going. But I would say that, that that sucks. And that's the same with everything like a a show that goes on too long or a, a movie series or whatever, but it doesn't take away from the initial thing that like if you if it was great for a little while, well, you're always going to have that sort of moment of greatness. Hmm. Well, it's true, but it makes me think about things like because it's it's just like the difference between the internet is you know broadly that is a medium versus other things like print or television or whatever. Where it's like a book, you know, it's like you write a book about a topic. It's like you read the book. It doesn't just keep going forever you know and and if if i ever read a book that did i'd be like god i'd burn this thing you know it's like at some point i want to be done the book and have, have you going but have you ever book. read a book that you don't want it to end i mean there, you must have read it. uh that well yeah fair enough but thanks but a honestly, lot george rr R. martin you bastard i know it's true <laughs> but if but if it uh but honestly if it did keep going on forever you'd eventually just be like ended though i guess i guess uh soap operas are a good example of tv shows that, that never ends um, Coronation but, Street. Yeah, man. like I, I guess I'm just saying is that like I feel like the internet needs to be like if it has this thing of like it needs to be fresh, right? Like if you go to a website and it's like oh the last post on this blog was like 2008, you'd be like oh man this is like stale, and uh, it's starting to get buggy. The website you're like oh there's gonna be something, you know. I don't know, like, like, why can't you just have websites that are basically, like, closed? You can go there, read everything, you know, and be like, okay, and now this person just moved on. And I'm sure those things do exist to some that, degree. Yeah, well, there's like, an answer. If, ad- if you're a blogger, you have to keep blogging, right? Yeah. And but there's, like- there's partially an answer to that. If you, are, if you are just blogging for your own personal whatever, then you can your schedule can be whatever. Sometimes we don't update, do a show on Thursdays because we're busy. And we don't have revenue tied to page views. And... The way internet culture is developed is that people go to you have subscribers they'll click on your links if they like you whenever something new pops up so that just encourages you to blog for the sake of blogging like if you're getting a couple hundred dollars a video let's say or written thing doesn't that make you want to make sure you have a stable income to do it so you're blogging every day even if some days are less inspired than others because overall your consistency might be okay and people are clicking it and every now and then you might hit one that goes a little more viral and you get more revenue you know i I think that's what's propagating the blog culture is advertising revenue that everyone can get right you can go to youtube right now we could monetize these videos there wouldn't be a lot of money in our good bullshit videos because not a lot of people watch them but if we also, were getting not really videos, come on. Well, but if we were getting ten thousand views a video, sure shit, we'd be putting ads on there. It might only be a hundred bucks a month, or a couple hundred. I don't even know what advertising revenue is like, but yes, we could pocket some bank on that. And that's what 
then we'd say, well, you know, we review things once a week and that's great. But what if we reviewed things seven days a week and then we start going to down with shows because it's money. And that's... But I mean, even with even with this show, which we had which we had started as kind of like, oh, it's meant to be kind of open ended. There's a bazillion topics that you could talk about and, you know, kind of give a review on and then give a mm-hmm. give a verdict on. Yeah, I, I really do. You know, we've we've mentioned this before. Like at some point, we'll probably be like, oh, we're kind of getting into already. We see overlapping territory with these topics we get and whatever. You know, at some point, it'll come to probably natural end. Hopefully, that's not for many years to come. But you know. There'll be a time, and and that's and that's one that's based on it. But again, specific topic-driven things I feel like have natural conclusions, and or or they're the personality-driven ones, which um, which again, there's some merit in. Um, you, know, you know, it's a way I, to make a living. I had, I had, you know, you have those daydream moments where you think of an idea and you let it, you let it like elaborate and continue. Crofton's reviewing his notes over there. <laughs> I, can hear, I can hear him shuffling his papers. <laughs> yeah, papers are being shuffled. I feel like I'm going to get rid of litany of some kind soon. Um, the the I had this idea in my brain where like, what if I got elected Prime Minister of Canada? What would be one of the things I'd do? And I'd be like, I'd have a daily live stream. <laughs> Let everybody know how my day was going, what I was doing, and people would feel connected to to me as the Prime Minister of Canada. So like... Maybe we wouldn't do it seven days a week, maybe four, but still, you'd have this direct connection to somebody, your leadership every day, saying, here's what we accomplished today. Not much, because guess what? I'm a government official, but that's cool, because, hey, we're friends. Why don't you follow me on my Twitch while we're chatting, and like, donate, I'm and just, subscribe. I'm just picturing Bo's like Prime <laughs> To the government Schwartz. of Canada website. Join me for my 16-hour live stream video gaming, and everyone's like, Prime Minister Schwartz, how are you going to get anything done? Look, look, just just enjoy my... We're, we're going to hit I, a new record today. I just, like, that seems like a real close to, like, 1984 stuff. Like, hey, here's your fearless leader here uh, on the screens. See? I'm, I'm on all your yeah, screens. Yeah, literally, like, both. Well, he is anyways. Honest, that is what we have. It's just live stream... What people appreciate about it, and the videos do this less, the written doesn't do this, but I think informality of the format is what is appealing to a lot of viewers. And, and Mike, you talked about the voyeuristic nature of it. That's It's important. That helps us feel connected. When we see something on a screen that isn't rehearsed or part of a veil, um, but the real person. So I think, I think that we've made it sound like blogs and video blogs are just like revenue generating monstrosities to make people super rich but i would i would argue that if you look at first off it's one of the lowest barriers of entry and we talked about podcasts on the show having a really low barrier of entry but like writing a blog has an even lower barrier uh, of entry as does like putting just in a um series of videos up on on youtube like yeah like the only barrier is literacy. And I'm like, actually, you know what? That's not, That's not true. Maybe not even. <laughs> uh, true. Although so, I'd so argue we're more literate now than we ever were because people are using cell phones. So, like, again, yeah, like, <laughs> All right, let Crofton really talk. Quit interrupting him. Really, okay, let him talk. <laughs> really low barrier of entry uh, to, to getting into this medium. So I would say that if you looked at, like, Every single blog and video blog that exists, and then you looked at how many of them make money. 
I think percentage wise, it would be one of the lowest percentages if you look at like how many people wrote books and how many books get published and make money. You know, there's probably a lot of books that don't get published uh, that that don't make that money don't make or money, don't get yeah. published. Probably well more than do, but still that percentage would nothing. Not I think. I think most blogs are just, you know, somebody's blog and they're not making any a penny and they're doing it because they like to do it. And um and and I and I appreciate that. Like I appreciate that uh that somebody come um and it maybe it, it's therapeutic. Maybe it gives them their moment to to put all their thoughts down and, and make themselves either or feel important or to chronicle their day or to chronicle a passion and that sort of thing. Like if you look at every topic imaginable from like like I I follow pro wrestling and they have like tons of people are doing their my pro res Mikey's pro wrestling blog or something like that and uh, and um, it's cool it, it gives them a chance to to sort of communicate their thoughts uh, and, and share them with the world and you can take it or you can leave it you, nobody's forcing anybody to read these things or watch these things. It's yeah. funny because there's like this there's like this double sided thing about it so it's like. I was making jokes about uh, <laughs> literacy, but you know there are professional writers and and professional video personalities or whatever. Uh, but like, there's you know it's not easy to write to write well at a professional level, and I think a lot of people take being able being literate and being able to write uh, for granted, and that if you actually without you know a, an editor going through your stuff and following like a writing process, people are writing stuff that is like kind of like low quality and that's not bad it's just you know that's not bad it just is what it is i think i think blogs are you know amateur is kind of a way to um to put it same with the video two things you're just someone doing it now that's the one end of it but it's also so so potentially you're getting like lower quality stuff but then at the other end of it it's frustrating to have these gatekeepers and things like the publishing industry or the television industry to just be like no you're not good enough or whatever when a lot of that is subjective as well so and i've heard that the the i've heard that this has been dwindling but that the the, it said that the promise of the internet was the democratization of speech and things like that so that you didn't need to be to have a newspaper behind you to write an article you can just go and write and put it out there you don't need to have a, a television show hire you as as a personality to have your face out there saying something that it's the democratization of that for everyone and and that's good that's for sure a good thing but then what you get as well with that is a ton of low quality garbage and and that's not to say it's all garbage or that there's not value even in the garbagey stuff but it's also just like masses amount of of stuff being put out there because everyone can. So it's a, it's a double-edged thing of like, maybe you're getting like, like the quality that, that things like magazine articles demand are, they have a much higher standard than does a blog, right? Cause I can just go make a blog. I had a travel blog for a while. It was oh, like, yeah, when you went traveling, it. I didn't read your articles, but I looked at all your pictures. I read some of your articles. <laughs> Thanks. My articles were funny. You should have read some of them. Um, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't realize that might have sounded more insulting than I intended to. I think I yeah, read a little read bit of them. Care. But, uh, but the, the point being is if I was writing for a travel magazine, uh, if, I, if I was writing for a travel magazine, I'd have to be writing to a much higher standard than, um, 
like like yeah. on the like as I kind of like play around writing essays. I, I have a lot of ideas. If anyone who's listening to the show might be aware or opinions, so I sometimes write an essay. Now I'm thinking like, oh, maybe I'll try to get these things published. It takes me for fucking ever to write an essay because I'm like, ah, oh, am I citing this thing properly? And then I start rethinking my idea. I'm like, oh, there's a flaw in my logic here. It takes me like months to write anything. And then I usually just think it's not good in the end. But if I was, I could not be a blogger, right? Because it's like a blogger, you got you like sit down, you write your blogging thing, and he's like publish, and consistency uh, over quality is is. And some people do both. I'm not saying that some people can't. Have you do both. seen Have you it's seen the the write ups for this show? Technically, a micro blog would be, uh, uh, you know, a good better. I have to come up with a new thing on our description, which I'm not even entirely certain anyone reads. <laughs> but I always put effort. Well, I've read them enough to know that they're mostly run on sentences. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they're, they're but, to... but I think that works actually because have you heard any of us talk? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but but it's sort of anyways. Uh, now I'm self conscious because uh, no, no, you shouldn't. There's be, literally one actually... sentence in the description, and now it's a run on sentence. But yeah, no, but I always, they are. They sometimes are like sixty words for long. 182 <laughs> episodes. I have to come up with some clever pun. Like last week's, this week on Good, Bad, or Bullshit, Bo, Michael, and Crofton park their mouths on a debate about parking tickets. <laughs> I don't know if that's good, but that was my pun. Every week I've been doing, uh, what about the week before? Uh, this week on GBB, we joined special guest Emma Lynn in proving to one another uh, we are, or who they are really are. Oh my God, I wrote a bad sentence there. Nobody pointed it out, God damn Because right. <laughs> no one I reads do. it, because it's like any other blog. No, but here, here's the, here's the thing. Bo raises an interesting I point, fix that um, which is when we started doing this show, um, I would think really long and hard about how I was going to come off, the way that I was going to, you know, present myself or whatever, because I was like, oh, I'm I'm going to be on the internet forever. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's the same when you write something and you don't want anybody to see it, and you're like, oh, I don't want people to think that I'm bad. I, you know, I want to put out the best impression possible and you get all caught up in, in yourself and instead of saying anything or doing anything you do nothing but you might have a giant pile of things you never release or whatever but with the podcast here i've got more comfortable as time goes on it becomes easier now i've probably said so much stuff i could never be elected to any office period well actually you know no what chance. Uh, I say that, but I I now look at Trump and I realize that doesn't oh. that doesn't hold Actually, water. Yeah, right. He's opened it up for us. Yeah, Trump. now pretty much like I can. But uh, but yeah, it's just and so for blog for blogs like people are putting if they're choosing to put themselves out there, they're they're making you know they're it for better or for worse they're they're putting their heart on their sleeve sometimes and um, they're they're doing it on a, a consistent basis so I you know I do I do find that a- admirable in the same way that I find the, the folks that are doing podcasts admirable but the more I make the connections to podcasts the more I feel like I'm going to head in a similar way with my verdict to this as I did to that. Yeah. By the way um, one one vlog I guess I have watched with some regularly that is an actual like vlog is Total Biscuit you know what Total Biscuit is uh, Crofton? Mike I know you don't, but he's like a game reviewer, and he does this series called WTF is dot dot dot, and it's usually an indie game that you probably won't try or play. And he does a review of like unheard of gems, mostly gems, sometimes shitty games, but it's a review. And I, I enjoyed watch check tuning into that one from time to time. 
uh, just because well, you know he gives a pretty honest opinion, and I find he he likes Planet Side. He's a big Planet Side fan, so I I feel like he speaks to me. <laughs> there's a, there's a big uh, there's a big movement I think on the internet right now as content just increasingly generates itself, um, especially in oversaturated spaces. And video game journalism and blogging is definitely one of them. To to create personalities or attach themselves to personalities as opposed to just offering content out content in 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 a in a unvarnished fashion or in an you know like in an impartial fashion now it's yeah. the idea is everything is becoming more personalized i'm i'm tuning into i'm going to websites that i've visited for years and years and now the news is being presented in video format by some cool dude or whatever and uh and i, I and i really do think that um that it's sort of like uh, while blogs may be more niche, video blogs are, are more popular than ever, and uh, I, I I think like it's a growing phenomenon. And when we talked about podcasts on this show, and and I know I, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but we've definitely talked about it offline, which is that Joe Rogan had once said in one of his shows how how in many ways pod, podcasts are. Uh, target lonely people very well because it makes you you know like makes you feel like you've got buddies and stuff like that uh which i think is true for sure um uh, to a certain extent but i do think blogs and video logs like as you get to know people like then then you may feel like a kinship with them and um that can be good like it's always good to have human connections but it can should not be used to replace actual, you know, human relationships and human connections. Mm. And that's, I guess, I mean, like somebody who, who just listens to podcasts, just reads, blo- reads blogs and, and, and uh, watches video logs and thinks that they have like, you know, he, you know, actual human connections. Uh, I think it's, it's a one way street, you know, they're, they're it, not, it I they're was, not giving, they're just receiving. I would say like, I think for a lot of people, I think they have a lot of human connections too, but they don't have the connections they want where like I socialize with a lot of people at work. They're great people. There's nothing, no negative aspersions on them, but they have, I have nothing in common with the, I don't have kids. I don't know the pain of being a parent. Uh, I don't know the pain of owning a house. So don't care about talking about that stuff. Don't know the pain of owning a car. Don't know the pain of, a lot of things, so I do not commiserate, but I still socialize and have relationships. But the things that I'm interested in, I get from podcasts. So I'm at work, I put an earpiece in, I listen to a show I like. I get some kind of discourse on astrophysics. I like listening to Star Talk Radio. <laughs> I'm a big Star Talk Radio fan. I can't ever get enough of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I Stuff you should know is okay, but they're. I just have other priorities. I'm a big Scott Johnson fan. I mean, clearly, right? And and so like I talk, I like talking about ner- movies and nerd games. And no one at work at my job is going to do that. You you know uh, I get the video game talk from Crofton, Mike uh, not so much. So it's nice to have podcasts to just supplement that. So so this is, this, this topic is blogs. meandering. It is because, meandering because well, we already did as I established early on blogs early on were strictly a thing it's online writing your diary online 
for people to share, whether it's your travel diary. Well, writing a thing online. It wasn't always a diary. Really. Well, I mean, it can I, be I your thoughts. I don't think writing a diary online. Okay. Yeah, not, writing I something. I said not in the strictest sense, but it's like January 20th, 2016. And whatever you want to write, but you write. The There's no rules to your diary. Like, but Dateline Ottawa. Well, the point is, and the point a lot we talked about, is that the form of the blog has been co-opted by a great many things, including news. News was never consumed in the form of a blog. It is now the standard for news. All, all the sites use blog-style formats because it's advertising. It just so happens to dovetail with the way the advertising has been primed for it. That's why we've all adopted the blog style for all these other things we've talked about, including podcasts, including, uh, you know, any name, name it, name it. You subscribe to everything on YouTube. It's a guy who plays well, guitar. He covers a new like, song every week. Wait. It's a vlog form, but the blog source is a personal diary. It comes but, but from I mean, okay. diarizing. You're talking about, you made me, be like, okay, well, what's the difference between a blog and a website? Because you're like, all yeah. news media use blog format. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, I mean, it seems to me yeah. that a lot of news media, it's like, it's a website. I mean, well, that's the point is that it, it's synonymous. Well, with I, it. but I mean, there was a time when the blog websites, but there was, uh, there was a time in the internet history when blog was its distinct thing, right? And it was a diary. It was, and it could be about your travel, it could be about your wedding. People had, you know, my, here's my wedding I mean, the coming person, up. The personal angle on it. Right. That's where its origins come from. The form, like, the news before the internet was never done in a blog format anywhere. That was never the case. The blog format is unique to the way internet content was delivered. Early, you go to your GeoCities page and have your, your bird watching blog about the birds you saw that day. And that has slowly evolved into, like I said, Facebook is effectively a blog, but it is not a blog because people just post videos. Right. I mean, like how, like if I go to like the New York Times site, how is that like a blog? Because the news is presented in chronological order of posting. The format I is... Don't, well, first of all, I'm not sure that that's true. And I mean... It is. It's not, a, it's not chronological, so. but like to an extent it is. You don't find yeah, the I news. Don't from, I think you're kinda, you don't I mean, find the news from two point. days ago at the top of the results of where they search. It's always the latest. It's a blog format. Yeah, but that's how news always but, is and always was. No, because what I'm what, yes, in print you'd get the newspaper. It's today's news. It's like, hey, those newspapers are stealing from blogs, even though they don't exist for a hundred years. No, I'm talking about the format. The format is derivative of the blog style. You can't compare newspapers to internet. The delivery is like a ginormous difference. Yeah, but I'm, I just think you're off because when I look at like a website and the way it's like laid out, any website, and I wouldn't call any website a blog, and I go to some news sites, I'm like, it's not like a blog. Can I, no, can I jump it, in? It very yeah, much yeah, is. Crofton, maybe. Uh, yeah, I would just just as a point of clarification, I think I think uh, what Bo's talking about the New York Times isn't necessarily um, the the best the best example, but there are there are um, there are sites that are based on a blog a blogging so- style, and I think of um, there's a giant uh, there's a giant network of of sites. Kotaku is one, and Gizmodo, oh, WordPress.org um, is one as well, and uh, Blogger. And, 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 these say in the way that the way that it works is like when there's a you know there's a new post it goes it goes 
to the top and it can be it's generally it could be a news post or an inter- whatever it depends what the type of the blog is and then the next one is done and then you scroll 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 and there'll be like just zillions zillions of posts and then it'll say loading more more posts as you scroll downwards so there are sites like that for sure that sort of have absconded that style but i don't think it's all sites by any means yeah because i think of like the new sites i go to yeah, don't but, have that but format. keep in mind you the point navigate to Keep in mind the point of what I'm saying is that a lot of the things that we know as traditionally other things have co-opted the style so that we say, oh, it's the internet or it's normal. Like it's just normal to us. Or I'm saying 10 years ago we would say that's a blog site and that's a video. Like it's it was a distinct genre where I think a lot of it's just been assimilated into design, including the good, bad, or bullshit site. It's blog. It's a blog format. It's from WordPress, which is what? a blogging a blog. CMS. And WordPress is used by tons of sites to make web pages. Uh, Squarespace does it as well. All right. I think we're ready for verdicts. I'm getting into history lessons on blogs. And I definitely didn't do any research on this information. So I'm probably spreading misinformation and lies anyways. Um, All right. So uh, I'm going to... We're in the post-truth era. What's that? We're in the post-truth? We're in the post-truth era. Really? What does that mean? Yes. Just watch anything Donald Trump does. Oh, because he's a liar? Isn't he being truthful? No, because, he's doing because, all the... Like, I saw pointed out, I heard this David Frum interview about him today, where it was like, you'll be, there'll be them, there'll be a video of Spicer saying something, and then the next day, they'll be like, no, we never said that. And you show, you could show oh, the well, video talk- to them, they'll be like, no, no, and how dare you insult us for saying it? Like, that's post-truth, where you can't <laughs> even show evidence to someone and have them accept it. There's no ban. Like, There's no ban. But it's Trump- the end of the world. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> there, there's no ban here. It's not what we're... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. Post-truth, got it. All right, let's post-truth, the... so don't let's... worry, Bo. Just say whatever you uh, want. Let, let's, uh, let's bring in some post-truth, post-truth farm animals. Because they're definitely here. These are definitely farm animals. Yeah. And that's definitely a kazoo. Order, I say. Order in the court. And I'd be really upset if someone were to say that there is no order in the court and there is no kazoo and there are no farm animals because there definitely is. All right, no one's going to play with me. I, I we're playing doing the post truth game. Someone's got to be the other side, or else it, I can't play with myself. I feel too solemn to make any more jokes. About <laughs> All, right. All right, well, look, yeah. I'll go first on this. I feel like I had the less the least knowledge on this topic, which is rare. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think blogs and v blogs, or as I like to call them, vlogs, uh, are good. They're good. Okay. And uh, I know, I know. Uh, look, don't get me wrong. I want to say they're shit, and I want to say they're bullshit. <laughs> because there's a lot of garbage blogs out there but i mean the main thing that appeals to me was the thing i don't know who said it but it was like it's the democratization no it wasn't you Crawford. uh the democratization <laughs> of fire. speech and that anyone can go and publish and uh, publishing you can anyone go publish on it yeah. you know and it's like and, and that's great and i think that it comes with issues associated to it but i think it's and I, I think in some ways it's still it's still being teased out as we move into this kind of post-truth and fake news kind of era, how this kind of stuff plays out. But 
the fact that you don't have to have a gatekeeper, you don't have to know the right people or do the right things to ever get a message out there is, I think, a good thing. Um, and again, was the promise of the kind of the free internet, you know, and there's still the the debate is still ongoing of whether it's going to remain kind of free. So I think it's good that people are doing this stuff. There's a lot of garbage. If you want to waste your time watching someone eat cereal on their blog, then knock yourself out. I'd say get a fucking life, Just but whatever. Make sure you also uh, <laughs> like, subscribe, and comment. Yeah, whatever. I can't. And give us five stars on know, iTunes. Uh, yeah, there's not all content is equal. That's all I'm saying. You know, if you get value out of it, good. But like, be sure you're getting value. You know, right. something out of it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll go next. I'll let Crofton have the last word. He seems like no, he's no. Still it over. What I hosted, I got to do the middle. All right, you all right. know, yeah, it's true. It's what people give us five stars and... on iTunes for is this great production value and sense of showmanship. Yeah. So, you know, we do this show. Sometimes we get topics that are very similar or come from the same place, and uh, this is how I feel about this one. And. Um, the podcast episode, which we also paired with, uh, they're both pairing episodes. We paired the blogs and v-blogs, which I don't feel exactly the same affinity for, let's just say. The podcast episode we paired with talk radio, which also I don't I don't have the same affinity for um, as podcasts. So because, because of that, I find that they're good sort of sister episodes. I also know what I said on the podcast episode, and I host a podcast, and I'm much more supportive of a podcast than I than I would be of blogs or video blogs. So even though I'm in a better mood tonight, I feel like I have to abide by the same verdict that I gave at that time, which was bullshit. Okay. And I will say that uh, that that Mike's points are really well made, and I, I the the romantic side of me likes likes the fact that you know somebody can write the next great thing, and everybody can consume it, and that sort of thing. But there's there there's so much um, toxic crap and garbage out there as well that it makes it makes the whole thing tough to balance. And like the video blogs. You know, there's a fine line again between video blogs and people getting exploited in these these blogs or exploiting themselves, and that we didn't delve too too deep into this, but I think that it's it's, it's something that uh, that often happens. The idea of you see these young young girls in particular who might say like, oh, you know, send me presents or something like that, and and uh, you know, I I to a certain extent there's ingenuity there or whatever but to another extent there's there's a lot of 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 bad stuff tied up as well i do think that it it's more positive than it's negative because it is what you make of it but i feel there's enough in there for me to say uh, that it's bullshit so that's what i'm going to say bullshit 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 all right well uh okay um yeah this is this one's weird i, I think i think i really got hung up on how the definition of blogs and vblogs and what they are uh, ha- has evolved because I tend to think of a lot of stuff of, as in that style. So they're ubiquitous. I generally like the way the internet's kind of playing out. So, and I definitely, uh, while I don't read a lot of written blogs, I am an appreciator that this is an option for people to go out and read them. It always seems a shame to write a diary. Like you remember when we were kids and someone suggested that you write a diary, but no one would ever read it. You'd put your secrets in there. And it's, of course, the plot of every, you know, 
television series before the 90s that someone would have a diary, usually a teenage girl, and someone else would get a hold of it and all the secrets would come out. Like it, That's not a thing anymore because where you put your diarizationization, of your life is for public consumption. It's almost weird now, I think, to have a private diary, personally. It seems weird. It seems like, no, it's better to share these things with the world, not keep them penned in. And, and so um, it's just strange. It's just if you think about the, the concept of an online diary, there has been a big change in how we view this activity in the last 10, 20 years. And, and like I said, the style's been co-opted by sites that do other things. But for the most part, I'm fascinated by watching people eat food and play video games and have conversations on the Internet. And I like this idea that the thing I watch doesn't have to be a production that is massaged for social engineering. That it's not some comedy giving me the tropes that family values are supposed to follow or whatever our modern version of it is now. It's just people being freaking people. And I like the genuine ones, and I think I've got a good eye for who's doing a put-on versus who's genuine. But some people like to put on people, the Instagram and Vine stars. You know, so I'm, I'm cool with there being freedom for everyone, but I'm, what I really appreciate about it is the informality of the style. So I think we need to keep this V-blog and log train running. Look, where else are you going to see a guy yawning on your video like that in the middle of a show? <laughs> That was, tired that was an but exactly you're human i see that you're human and not like you're not uh dan rather i don't know who's a big you're not stone phillips who's like looks like a god of a human being but it's just you only ever see him <laughs> thanks a lot well because you don't ever but see look him at in, you. you look like the scum of the, the earth the one you are the I'm one informal saying. moment he had where he bullshitted on air about what was it he bullshitted about again that he was in Iraq. Like when I was with the Navy SEALs taking down enemies. <laughs> the one normal human moment he had where he bullshitted, which is a very human thing to do, he stopped working. You know, I don't know if he's back or not, but they kicked him out for a while. Oh, Bo, he misremembered. It's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alternative facts. So, um, the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> anyways, the point is, the informality is what is appealing. Is it schadenfreude? Is that what we, is that kind of what we call it? Is it, Are you doing a verdict right now? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> See, exactly. My verdict is this fucking good, okay? All right. You proved my point, Mike. It... Very well. Thank you. It's good. They're good. Keep watching blogs, podcasts, <laughs> vlogs, read them all, consume them all, ditch your TV. Well, I feel like um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the movie Billy Madison, but at one point during the final round, uh, of this game show that Billy is on, the host says at no point during that long rambling train did you come up with anything that sounded like a coherent thought, and we are all dumber <laughs> from having listened to you. Um, Screw <laughs> off. It, uh, it was my turn I, to have I, a long one, okay? Leave me alone. Also, it was rambly. I will steal that. I will steal that quote and use it here and ask you all to Google it because I butchered it. Um, if you want to send us your uh, your feedback, your ideas, and what you think about blogs, hey, maybe write a blog entry about our show and how you were listening to it while eating a sandwich, yo. That'd be awesome. You can reach out to us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. We've got a website, goodbadbull.com. Bo was talking about all the ha- work he does on it earlier. He does all the work. What can I say? I'll give him that. And um, 
And uh, all our episodes are on there, but you can also subscribe to us on on iTunes or uh, Stitcher or uh, Google Play or whatever. Give us them five-star reviews. You can write a microblog about how great we are underneath. Um, and uh, speaking of microblogging, there's Twitter. That's, uh, that's a popular site, and uh, we're on there, at GoodBadBull on Twitter. Please follow us. We're also individuals of an individual nature and uh, hence have our own vehicles from which to reach you, our own sort of blogs, if you will. Let's start with uh, Tony Stark himself, Michael Hodgins. Where can they reach you? Ah, uh, they could follow my, I'd call it a micro, micro blog on Twitter, at ML Hodgins. <laughs> it's pretty micro. It's, it's That's pretty, what she said. Um, pretty micro clever. So, uh, the Incredible Hulk Rage Machine of Blog Love, Bo Schwartz. <laughs> blog Love. Find me at Bo Schwartz. Uh, also, go to Heroes Charity Brawl and donate vigorously. If uh, you you want to find a good place to donate for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, do it there. And come watch us play Heroes of the Storm on the 25th of February. Sounds like Bo's in some sort of charity tournament. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. We you talked about it. We talked about it length this week, so I gave the short version. Cool, that's that's cool. Speaking of cool, it's Black History Month. You guys should read what Donald Trump said about it. It's horrible. <laughs> I started to read that transcript, and I was like, "Oh, I don't think I just finished." Did he really write? Did he... Maybe I'll go back and reread the whole. You thing. should read it, and yes, it apparently is all true. Of what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh. why Trey and Matt Stone or whatever can't. Uh, they're like, "What? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do here?" You know. <laughs> so, uh, person. Stop. I think you know what I should start, I should start if it if it doesn't already exist a blog of Donald Trump as president like like his thoughts like if every day he would write he would write a blog about what he did today you know Steve told me to sign this sounded good at the time but my Muslim buddies like Kareem Abdul Jabbar are now getting deported. Uh, okay, I so, don't know. so here, here's a quote from the Donald Trump thing that's pretty funny. Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who has done an amazing job and is being recognized more and more, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Twitter's going nuts with that because the idea is that like, it sounds like he doesn't know that Frederick Douglass has been dead for 100 years. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I read the narrative of Frederick Douglass, actually. There's I don't a, know much a, about him, but I know he's long dead. <laughs> Yeah, he was an awesome, he's an awesome, tremendous, dude. Brave, brave tremendous person. job, huge, huge accomplishment, huge work. But <laughs> unlike that fake media, they hate me. Oh God, disaster. We we live in disastrous times. If you want to blog about it, please do. I'll follow you. Actually, follow that's one my... thing. I think the Trump presidency is healthy for blog content, in case there was a shortage already. Until no, they... not healthy for anything. Until they shut it down, and actually, when but Mike was talking about them, like. Uh, the blogs and how they exist in in the ideal concept the wild west of the internet age and there's all you know there's been all this talk during the obama administration about net neutrality and all these sort of things i just feel like right now you know it's only been two weeks into a trump presidency and look at all the shit that's happened but i i would imagine at one point like the internet's going to be under the gun um that's going to happen uh, when he realizes the best way for to control message is to get rid of the internet or control the internet 
but we'll see we'll see what happens there mark it down folks we're living in end times yeah Uh, don't and forget to that- like. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> after you consider that we live in the end times, thank you. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at Patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.